all, welcome to Wisdom Wednesday, hosted by me, Nikki Robs. Today, we are going to be digging into Proverbs 31. And I really love Proverbs 31 because before, I always looked at it from like just a woman perspective. But now, after really digging into it, like it it came from King Lemuel. And what I love about it is he is expressing everything that his mother taught him. So it's two different perspectives from male and female. And the beauty of it is it's the mother raising her son to be a godly character and teaching him the ways of the Lord and dedicating him to the Lord as he's raised through her household. And so if we look at proverb, what it means is to be like. So all of Proverbs you read is a lot of wisdom and understanding from the Lord. And so when we when we think about proverb, it means to be like Christ. So what I love about it is there's so much goodness in Proverbs all throughout the whole book. But today, since we're honing in just on 31, I wanted to also mention that there are two sections. Both of Proverbs 31 are teaching of a godly mother to King Lemuel. Um, it's, it's The first part, the first section is talking about the reign of King Lemuel. And it's characterized by holiness, sobriety, and compassion. And so we're going we're gonna to go ahead and start reading that right now. But before we do, I would like to also express that um, King Lemuel, his name means belonging to the Lord. So when you read this passage, I want you to keep that in mind that Lemuel was dedicated to the Lord by his mother who raised him. And that's where his name came from. It means belonging to the Lord. And I think that is such an amazing thing that Everywhere you look in the Bible, all these names have meaning. And that's exactly why I love when someone names their kid, uh, you know, a, a unique name because it has meaning and it gives that kid character from the Lord. For example, I knew in my heart that I wanted to name my, my daughter Kaylani because we miscarried our first child and I felt like Kaylani was such a gift from the Lord and that our first child was in heaven. So when we had Kaylani, I wanted it to be something that was very, very distinctive and meaningful. So Kaylani means heaven and Hawaiian. And we love Hawaii. So we went with that. And I think it's a beautiful thing when you hear names that have meanings. Because it just it just changes the dynamic of that character and you're you're kind of prophesying like their future like it's it's just a it's a way to be like listen lord this child is yours and you're going to do great things through them throughout this world and I'm going to raise them to the best of my ability that you give me because all of my ability comes from you lord and so it's just a great start to a beautiful story through your child um, so we'll go ahead. I kind of got off topic, but we will go ahead and read Proverbs 31 verse one. 
The sayings of King Lemuel contain this message, which his mother taught him. O my son, O son of my womb, O son of my vows, do not waste your strength on women, on those who run kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, to guzzle wine. Rulers should not crave alcohol, for they, if they get if they drink, they may forget the law and not give justice to the oppressed. Alcohol is for the dying, and wine for those in bitter distress. Let them drink to forget their poverty and remember their troubles no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Ensure justice for those being crushed. All right. You, yes, speak up for the poor and helpless and see that they get justice. And we're going to pause right there. So, what she's talking about, and also, I wanted to really look at, she keeps saying, oh, son, my son, which expresses the serious passion from a mother to a son. And if you have a son, you know there is so something so special about having a son, and especially if he's a mama's boy. So, when she keeps rephrasing, oh, son, that is her passionate heart pouring into him because she's she loves him dearly and she's trying to express everything that the Lord has put on her heart so um when we also look at the verse four where it says do not guzzle wine she's speaking to him as because he reigns he's a king so in his reign like we talked about it's characterized by the holiness sobriety and compassion because when when we drink, and especially as a leader, you are held to a higher standard. And so, like we've talked about before, when we level up, when God promotes us, with that promotion comes more responsibility. So, you're held to a higher standard compared to other people who are just starting in their relationship with the Lord. And it's it's like each time you grow with the Lord each year as you grow closer you level up and you promote and you continue to dive into God's word and he transforms your heart and your mind so that you realize there's certain convictions you didn't have before but you have now because you're held to a higher standard so for example like drinking she was expressing that he did not need to drink um, wine because it weakens the judgment. It it loosens our convictions. Our mind is not able to comprehend what it would when we have sobriety. So that's another thing that she had mentioned. So um, how that can relate to us is in our everyday life, if we expect to grow and mature as Christians, we will be held to higher standards of being in that position, reigning over what God has given us. And I'm not saying we're all going to try to be kings or bosses of, you know, companies or stuff like that. But what I am saying is God has already given you something that you reign over, whether it's your kids, whether it's your house, whether it's, you know, your job, you have to realize that that's a gift from the Lord that you have to steward well over and you want to reign over it well with those three characteristics, holiness, sobriety, and compassion. And we're about to dig into the compassion part at the end where God mentions 
we are su- we are s- supposed to speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. We the very last verse it says verse nine. Yes, speak up for the poor and helpless, and see that they get justice. There are so many people in this world that get walked on, and as a Christian, it's our job to help them when they need help, to speak up for those who can't speak, to take charge and make sure that justice, not not justice toward those who do them wrong, but when we take care of someone that someone else has done wrong or mistreated, the, the fact that we're taking care of them and helping them, that's justice. That is God serving them through us and showing them that God is a good God and there's justice besides or in spite of those who have mistreated them. So that's another thing that I really love about this first section of Proverbs. Um, because in the past, I've always thought of Proverbs as just a woman um, passage, but really it can be from a male perspective too. Like we talk about King Lemuel um, reigning and learning all of this stuff, this behavior from his mother. So that's huge. So we have the holiness, which is him. Um, oh, I missed a part. Okay, so when we back up and go to verse 3, the mom tells him, Do not waste your strength on women, on those who run kings. So she's she's talking on behalf of what Solomon did, King Solomon. He used to have multiple wives, and he was so consumed in intimacy with different women that he did not rule well because he was kind of distracted a lot of the times. Um, So that's why she's expressing the importance of holiness. When we are focused on one woman or like from a male perspective, one person, then you have the ability to walk that Christian lifestyle and lead by example. And I've always said this, actions speak louder than words. So when we act out that behavior, you're leading by examples. You do not even have to express what you have to do. You just do it. You lead for the Lord. And, um, and so as I am saying this podcast in the middle of it, I feel this big presence of the Lord come over me and give me a true message because I always believe that our personal experiences are what we need to share with the world because it's a mess that turns into a message from the Lord and we can help someone else out. And so what I was talking about um, when I said that compassion is really needed as a ruler or when we reign over what God has given us to steward well over, I really felt the Lord speak to me about friendships and it's a perfect example. And let me pause right there. We may do two sections on two Wednesdays for Proverbs because this first section is taking up more than um, I thought it would, but I love it because we're digging into it. So now let's start back over. Okay. So When we think of friendships, we want our friends to 
see our worth. We want them to see our value. And I recently have had experience where the Lord literally used someone else to be kind to me and to shower me with compassion. So they brought me the justice that I needed from the old friend that did me wrong. So in a way, like the Lord, he doesn't want you to think that you've got to see the the person that mistreated you. You don't have to see bad things happen to them. We don't want that because they're still children of God. So what we do want is we want the good justice. We want someone else to come into that person's place and help us and see our worth and see our value. So you separate yourself from the person that mistreated you and then you move forward and trust that the Lord will bring someone else in that place. And he does. I'm, I am a witness to this. Um, years ago, maybe a couple of years ago, um, I, there was this friend that I had and I just, every time I talked to them, I felt like they would cut at me, cut me down and make me feel less than and make me feel unworthy and make me feel like I was a bad person just for having certain emotional feelings and thoughts. And, um, when I would express my feelings about, you know, certain situations that were going on in my life, they, they would cut at me like six, like success in business. And, uh, it comes from, it's not you, it's just their heart at the moment. They may be going through a lot, so they cut at you because they're hurting. And so when the Lord told me to separate myself from that person, I did. And even my husband was, you know, telling me the same thing. He's like, you cannot go back to that friendship because every time you do, you always come to me feeling hurt or defeated or like the world's on top of you. And so, so after I cut that relationship off, yes, we still occasionally talk and I support her and encourage her and push her to be her best. I try to, um, then the Lord brought in another friend that started, we started talking about a year ago about godly Bible studies and talking about pretty much our common ground was God. And so we have grown since then, and I actually now train her because I train women online. I'm a a personal trainer. And so I now train her, and she has brought in so much compassion and so much virtuous uh, friendship characteristics that I... I never thought I would ever find in a friend because I always go to my sister for advice or friendship stuff. And she's always been that person I go to, but the Lord has put someone else in my life that is a true, true friend compared to how that last friend treated me. And it's, that is the Lord working through her and bringing justice to my heart in that situation, if that makes sense. Justice does not have to be a bad thing. Justice, we don't want harm on anyone. We don't want bad justice on anyone. So we want, we want to just find peace from knowing when God, when we were hurt, that God restores our peace in our heart and our health in our heart from that hurting. And it, it goes away. I promise you. So that's where another message can derive from, um, reigning 
if you expect to level up and reign over big things for the Lord in this on this earth and grow God's kingdom, you've got to learn all of those three characteristics that we've talked about. The holiness, sobriety, compassion. And when we look for holiness, we have to find it in the Bible. God speaks holiness to us through the pages. And like we've talked about multiple times, the Lord speaks to us through the Bible because the Bible, the Word of God, is alive and active. And I tell you this with all of my heart, that when you truly, truly seek the words of God through the Bible, you will feel His presence and you will feel His power because He is almighty. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, So... We are going to actually end there for this section, and we will do the rest of the sections next week, or the the rest of thirty one Proverbs thirty one next week, because I didn't realize how long um, the first section of thirty one would take. But I felt like it was super important because no one ever really touches over the male perspective of Proverbs thirty one, and it. It's awesome because it's King Lemuel and it's he's expressing things all that his mother taught him. So therefore it it's the foundation is from a mom, a mom, a proverbs mom who taught her son all the Lord's ways and obviously she probably taught him by example like we've talked about. So Anyways, I hope you guys um, enjoyed this podcast this week, and I look forward to many more Wisdom Wednesdays, and I hope you guys have a blessed rest of your Wednesday.